When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Just had to adjust the mic there. Um, it is time for Duff's Deep Dive. It's brought to you by the Isuzu MUX. You can live your own way in the Isuzu MUX. Joining me in the studio now with the shark music there accompanying him. There we go. Lovely. The great white pointer, Paul Heath. <laughs> I'm a bit, more, a bit more of a nurse shark, I think, or a pensioner shark, something like that. Great grey nurse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's been a wait, hasn't it, for the first round of the waffle to roll around, but uh, it feels like it's starting to get to that sort of excitement point and uh, three massive games on Good Friday before we get to another two on Saturday. Uh, we did have a bit of news to uh, get into around the waffle as well. Uh, we heard a little whisper that perhaps uh, Kyron... Um, Hayden had uh, gone down with a bit of a injury um, from Subiaco, a bit of a knee injury. So we've uh, sought some clarification on that one and they're just waiting on some scans at the moment. There's nothing confirmed and they're hoping that the knee injury is on the lower end because that would be uh, a bit of a yeah blow to Subiaco's hopes for the season. So Subi plays Perth in round one and yeah, Kyron Hayden was one of their big ticket recruits. So um, that is going to be uh, that is going to be a very big watch. He was probably had the potential to be almost the best recruit in the waffle. Mm. He's a guy that played twenty odd games for North Melbourne. He's a great athlete. They would have played him, I think, through the midfield. He's a big, strong boy. Would have been uh, a really powerful midfielder in the in the waffle system. So fingers crossed for him, and fingers crossed for Subiaco and uh, and Bo Wardman that that works out. Uh, on the low side because he would be a massive loss. Of course, Subi get Zach Clark back as well, so he bolsters their ruck brigade. They also want to use him to mentor their younger ruckman, Mm -hmm. Um, so he'll be a sort of a part-time coach, part-time player. They lose Lockie Delahunty, Heater. That's huge. Which is a massive, you know, arguably the best player in the waffle. He not only gave them uh, a ruckman, he gave them an extra midfielder as well. Um, so that's a big loss for them to overcome. I'm talking to Bo Wardman um, a couple of weeks back. They still hadn't completely drawn a line through Lockie coming back and playing some footy for them, but it sounds from other things that Lockie's saying that he's uh, going to play some footy in the country in Victoria. Mm. Taj Schofield yep. comes back to them from Port Adelaide, so Andy. that's a big in for them. And uh, Regan Spooner crosses from South Romano. They've got a few from our boys. <laughs> What's going on there? Bloody material. Yeah. And now Regan Spooner as well. Uh, Jack Mayo back from injury as well. So it'll be as good as a new recruit for uh, Subi coming through as well. Um, interesting matchup in round one. So the Bulldogs, who, of course, our team, South Fremantle, mm. and we know that they've been penalised eight premiership points yep. um, for that salary cap debacle. They play West Coast. Now, <laughs> what you want to do if you're minus eight premiership points is get them back as quickly as possible. True, yep. Suddenly that West Coast game, they were staring down the barrel of playing a West Coast that were ha- going to have about 14 AFL-listed players. Mm. Now it looks more like about eight, yep. um, given what happened to West Coast last weekend. So the Dogs, Hayden Sloyth is a massive out. 
Mason Shaw is a massive out. They've both gone to play for North Fremantle, but obviously for the love of the game because that's amateurs, so there'd be no money involved there. Yeah. You can take Football, that. the winner on the day. Take that. <laughs> they, were, they, they wanted to get Matt Parker back from Richmond. He was rejoining the club. There seems to be some doubt about that, so we'd like to get an update on that if we can. Mm. If anyone from South Fremantle is listening, whether Matty Parker, um, he was away from training for a week or two, so whether that's worked out okay for them. They get Robbie Turnbull, who's a big-bodied mid from the Northern Territory, and then Swan District's um, player Ethan Maguire, originally from Bunbury. Jordan Gallucci, who was at Adelaide, um, spent some time in the AFL system, very creative forward. And, of course, Jacob Dragovich, the um, the hard-working midfielder, mm. he comes back after a stint in the South West Footy League. Um, West Coast, um, we mentioned the outs, but they do retain Jackson Nelson. They do get Alec Waterman back after his stint in the AFL, where he started off as a, as a father-son there, and Jared Garlett trying to rejuvenate his uh, AFL career as well. Mm. Some big uh, names coming through there as well. Just a reminder that Perth v Subiaco match from Mineral Resources Park on Saturday is SEN's broadcast match. So you can catch that from 4.30pm WA time on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Who should we move on to next stuff? How about East Perth? They've uh, been able to get their hands on some ex-AFL talent. So, yeah, so East Perth, what you're going to be looking at with East Perth is a big-bodied midfield, a strong-bodied midfield. Of course, they already had Hamish Brayshaw. Uh, they, they already had a couple of other big-bodied mids there. They bring in Mitch Croden from Fremantle. Now, Mitch Croden's not necessarily a huge size, but he's very nuggety, very strong around the ball. So he'll be a great asset to them. He'll give them a bit of run and zip as well. And Tom North, this I, I love this because... I saw Tom North play his first game uh, in the Waffle. It was a practice match for Peel against West Coast down at uh, Mandra, um, down there at Rushton Park. And I just thought he was an AFL player. Mm. He had 24 disposals. He was strong over the ball. Adam Chera played in that game. So this is going back to 2018. And Tom North looked like he, – he looked – like he was in the yeah. same bracket of class as Adam Chera that day. He, he, he won the ball well. He used the ball beautifully. Um, I think what happened is that sometimes with these young blokes, when they come into the AFL system, the there's almost like a judgment on them that they're just not going to be able to run enough, that they're just not going to have a big enough tank. And I suspect I suspect that was the view formed of Tom North. So I, I, I love the fact that he's come back to WA and he's decided to play in the WA system. And, and, I wouldn't if he can show that he's got the wheels and he's got the tank. Don't rule him out as a potential yeah, AFL right. player. He'll be a very good player at this level, I'm sure, and he'll be a, he'll be a great pickup for East Perth. Um, and I've got obviously under their new coach Scotty McQueen. Um, but I think the the beauty about him will be that um, he'll give them. That big, strong-bodied midfield, and, and they're going to have one of the biggest midfields going around. Yeah. So Hamish Brayshaw, yep. big, strong-bodied boy. Tom North, strong-bodied boy. Mitch Croden, strong body as well. Scotty Jones, who's just an absolute man-mountain yeah. as the Ruckman. So they're, they're going to be trading a fair bit of weight there as well. Midfield unit, most definitely. Yeah, it felt like uh, you know some players need a little bit of luck, some players need a lot of luck, and Tom North just had none as far as uh, getting out on the field consistently when he was on the Dockers list. Yeah, he had some injuries, um, but I think they just formed a view, Mm. and sometimes clubs do this. It's like everyone thinks there's this big gap between those that do and those that that don't. And in the AFL, it's like if you pour two glasses of water and one's just (laughs) over half full 
and one's just under half full. And the recruiters look at one and they go, he's glass half full. Yep. And they look at the other one and go, he's glass half empty. And, yeah. get, and guess which one gets opportunity and, and guess which one gets gets to make it. Yeah, which one gets drunk and which one doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they play uh, Swan Districts in round one. And Swans have got a few interesting stories of their own. Mm. So new coach. Yeah, new coach, um, Andrew Pruin. And because Andrew Pruin is the coach, I think they've been able to lure Jared Cameron back into the AFL, into the waffle system, sorry. And I reckon he, he's a great story, Jared Cameron. So, of course, he's the, he's the brother of Charlie for one. He had this great explosive start to his AFL career at West Coast. Kicked, I think it was something like nine or ten goals in his first four games. Mm. Kicked four goals once, so the kid can clearly play. He got osteitis pubis, and he... He didn't get your garden variety osteitis pubis. Right. He got the sort of osteitis pubis that hangs around for more than a season. Um, he, he wasn't as disciplined as he should have been off the field. He put on a bit of weight, and that made it harder for him to get back off the injury. Fell out of love with the game. He went away last year, and he played down at Boddington in the Upper Great Southern. I wrote a story on this for Code Sports. Um, and about three rounds into the system, his coach, everyone loved Jared at Boddington. They thought he was a great person, great personality. He had a job in the town. Um, but the coach just thought, you know what? He's not given me enough. Yeah. And he clipped him <laughs> at a post-match trophy presentation. And um, it could have gone either way. Yep. You know, Jared could have extended the middle finger and gone up yours yep. and See walked away. And instead he knuckled down. He's, he's dropped 22 kilos. Wow. Peter. So he yeah. was up to 96 okay. and he's down to 74, which yeah. is about his playing weight at AFL level. He's back. He's very keen. He's back in love with the game. So fingers crossed it goes well for him. Frank Anderson, of course, um, very accomplished player they get back from an ACL. Jesse Glass-McCasker, who was an outstanding Swans junior, went into the system at Carlton, has come out after playing for Carlton's VFL team. He came, went into the system as a defender. He's going to play as a forward. And uh, Jackson McLaughlin, who was a captain of the Geelong VFL team, he was a member of the VFL team of the year. He's a small forward, great leader. Um, They're really excited to have him on board as well. And watch out for this young bloke, Riley Hardiman. Yeah. So he's about 17, maybe 18. He'll be in the state 18s team, barring injury. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's a gun. He's quick. He's a left footer. He's got a lot of style and dash about him. So don't be surprised if he bobs up in the senior team early in the season. Uh, the premier from last year, West Perth. Um, they haven't lost a whole lot. Only Anton Hamp, I think, is the premiership player that moved on, and they've been able to add a bit of uh, AFL talent as well with uh, Zach Langdon uh, joining them post AFL career. So if you don't have a club allegiance and you want to go and see an entertaining game, I suggest you get your backside trackside up there at Joondalup this weekend because West Perth play Claremont in uh, a rematch of the grand final. We all remember Darren Harris's premiership celebrations yeah, where he um, he gave uh, he gave Claremont a bit of a raspberry, you'd have to say. Cheerio. Yep. yep. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um and uh, so it'll be a rematch of that. I suspect the Tigers will remember, mm. and I suspect West Perth, given the nature of their supporters, they'll remember too, and they'll be happy to add a bit of GST to what Darren Harris gave the yeah. the Tigers on grand final day. So you, you're right, Zach Langdon comes on board. He came through the juniors at Claremont. 
Right. Just to add a bit okay, of spice. A bit more intrigue. Yeah, yep. a bit more intrigue. <laughs> Lovely. Um, big-bodied midfielder Bailey Thompson joins the um, the Falcons from Coburg. So he's on board. Now, the Claremont, um, I think Claremont and West Perth are going to be very much contenders again because very stable list. Um, they get Taya Miles. Taya Miles is the son of Jeff Miles, who used to play at the Tigers, mm-hmm. played at West Coast as well. Went on and played at Geelong, moved back over east. Taya Miles played at Hawthorne. He's been at Williamstown, so he joins them. Joel Weston, very good nippy small forward, comes back to the club after a stint at Fremantle. And Anthony Tracy, another young Claremont player who uh, went into the AFL system, come comes back out and rejoins them. And of course, what the Tigers do have is um, uh, those big-bodied mids themselves. So they've got uh, Bailey Rogers. Mm. Um, they've got Jai um, Bolton, who um, those two, I, I keep wondering how they never made it into the AFL system. Just, they're just Fantastic very, players. Yeah, they're very, very good players. Um, and, of course, uh, Ben Edwards, who gives them nip and zip around the stoppage as well. So I think they're going to be strong again. Another big match on Good Friday, Peel Thunder versus East Fremantle. Peel have done well to uh, limit um, anyone leaving, basically, and they've been able to add in Brady Gray, who's returning, uh, Jacob Blight's joined from Claremont, and a Victorian pair of Matt Payne and also Aiden Hare. Yeah, and, of course, East Frio, who were um, a bit of a surprise package last year, given the players they lost into the AFL system. Yeah. So they start to get them back. So Hugh Dixon rejoins after his stint at West Coast. Tom Joyce rejoins. He had a stint at West Coast as well. Of course, ankle injuries absolutely ruined his season last year. Fraser Turner joins them from Richmond's VFL team. And Harry Marsh, the brother of Jonathan Marsh, he comes back to the club after playing at Subi. All very handy. Um, very handy players. I'm, I've got East Fremantle as my dark horses. Mm-hmm. For this year, we had, of course, Billy Monaghan on the show earlier this week, and he was saying that uh, watching Fremantle play on the weekend makes him wonder whether Peel will play that real fast footy. So there's battening down the hatches and uh, and and getting ready for that. Um, so that's going to be a, a pretty fascinating contest because even though what um, Fremantle obviously Nathan Fife not playing, Travis Collier not playing um, at the moment, and um, Heath Chapman, mm. they've lost him to a, a car strain for, for three weeks or so. But it's a pretty clean injury list at Fremantle, yeah. which means that there'll be a lot of AFL-listed players running around for Peel. So Peel will be hard to beat down there at Mandurah this weekend. Mm. Big job for East Frio. If they walk away from that one with the points, mark them down as a serious contender. Got a text from Raul in South Perth uh, about a Matthew Parker. But just before we get to that, your premier for this year? We're going West Perth back-to-back? Um, you know what? I could be boring and say West Perth or Claremont, and yep. I could be parochial and say South Fremantle. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that'd be an effort. I'm going to do the worst thing a South Fremantle boy can do. I'm going to go for the Sharks. Not I reckon. Sharks. I reckon it's time... <laughs> For a, a a flag down at Shark Park. What do you think, Hita? Uh Yeah, I'm probably going West Perth back to back. I think they haven't lost too much, and uh, that culture around the club is just fantastic. And I think they're they're playing for each other. And you know, when you've got that sort of vibe going on, you're going to have success. And of course, Sen big covers of oh, the yeah, waffle this year. There every single week, and we start off with the Perth versus Subiaco clash this Saturday afternoon. That stuff's deep dive. Live your own way in the powerful Isuzu D Max. Visit your local Isuzu Ute dealer today. Ray All says, "G'day, Duff." After 
listening to Cam Britt on the kennel on Monday night on a rival, rival radio station. He gave us the impression that Matt Parker is stepping away from the waffle for time being to focus on family and work commitments. Yeah, I did hear that a couple of weeks ago. At that stage, they were hoping he would come back. Mm. Uh, and given that there's no time frame on that, maybe he will come back. But um, that would be a big blow for, for South Fremantle trying to reboot bit of class and experience in their forward line uh, after the loss of Hayden Schleuth in particular. And apparently Blake Slingsog has moved to Exmouth for a sea change as well. So two pretty massive hits there for the Bulldogs. Yeah, so good thing I didn't tip them to win the play. <laughs> we'll move on from them. <laughs> but uh, thanks for the text, Raul, and uh, keep them coming on the temper at Bedshed. Text line 0487 736 736. Yep, and uh, give us your input uh, on that text line. And uh, thank you to Izuzu for her um, supporting Duff's Deep Dive. Uh, the MUX or the D-MAX, both great vehicles. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more after the break. We're going to need a bigger boat. 